You are listening to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast with Monica Louie, episode number 27. Welcome to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast, where we help online entrepreneurs grow their influence, amplify their impact, and scale their businesses all the way to seven figures. And now, here's your host, Monica Louie. Hey, hey, thank you so much for joining me for episode number 27 of the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. I'm your host, Monica Louie, and I'm a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist. My goal is to simplify Facebook ads for you so you know exactly what it takes to be successful creating your high converting campaigns. And in today's episode, I am sharing five Facebook ad strategies you might not be using that can help you grow your reach, your impact, and your revenue. This episode is for you if you are interested in using Facebook ads, but you're not quite sure how they might fit into your marketing plan. We're going to talk a lot about that today. Maybe you're curious how others are using Facebook ads in their businesses, and you want to know what kinds of costs others are getting. Or you're ready to up-level your ad strategy to grow your reach, your impact, and your revenue. If you fall into any of those categories, then you are in the right place. Now, if you're new to the podcast and wondering how I know all of this, as I mentioned earlier, I am a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, and I run a successful ads agency where my team and I manage ads for six- and seven-figure online businesses. I'm also the creator of Flourish with Facebook Ads, my online training program that teaches my step-by-step system for creating campaigns that convert. My team and I have managed more than $1.5 million in ad spend and served more than 500 students and clients. And we are in the trenches every single day, keeping a pulse on what's working now in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads. The goal of this podcast is to discuss what it really takes to build a seven-figure online business. And of course, Facebook ads can be an important part of that. So while not every episode is about Facebook ads, I definitely want to keep you updated on what's working now so that when it's time for you to use them as part of your marketing plan, you have the information you need. And if you're ready to get started with Facebook ads, then check out my free Facebook ad starter kit. And you can find that at monicalouie.com slash guide. The starter kit complements today's episode really well as it takes you through the six steps to creating campaigns that convert. Plus, there's an awesome checklist so that you can make sure you've got everything you need before you jump into the ads manager. And if you're like me, then you love a good checklist. And if you're interested in learning more about how my team and I might be able to help you with your Facebook ads, go to monicalouie.com slash WWM. We have information there about our services. Now, if you're new to Facebook ads or you want to brush up on the foundations, then I encourage you to listen to episodes three and five if you haven't already. Those episodes can be found at monicalouie.com slash three and monicalouie.com slash five. And for today's episode, you can find all of the links and resources that I mentioned at monicalouie.com slash 27. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-L-O-U-I-E dot com slash the number 27. Okay, let's dive into the five strategies that you might not be using with Facebook ads to grow your reach, your impact, and your revenue. All right, so back in episode 25, so just a couple episodes ago, I shared how to get started with Facebook ads the affordable way and get massive results. Now, in that episode, I shared one of my favorite ways to use Facebook ads to drive low-cost, high-quality 
traffic. So if you haven't already, definitely listen to that episode if you want to learn how to implement that strategy. But the gist of that strategy is that you're driving traffic to a monetized blog post. So you can drive super low cost yet high quality traffic for less than 10 cents per leaning page view. When my team and I do this with our clients, our goal is to get those costs as low as 10 cents or less per landing page view. And then our clients make money on the back end from their monetized blog posts, usually through affiliate marketing and ad network. So display ads in the posts themselves. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you other ways that you can use Facebook ads to grow your business. So I just really want to lay the foundation that these are, if you haven't thought of them already, these are ways that you could be using Facebook ads in your business. Now, essentially, there are three main areas where Facebook ads can help you achieve your growth goals. And all of this applies to Instagram ads as well. So I'm definitely going to be mentioning Instagram ads throughout today's episode. So the three areas where Facebook ads can help you grow your business, well, the first one is brand awareness, where you are building trust. So basically, you're getting your name out there, you're building brand recognition, You're familiarizing people with your brand, who you are, what you do, how you serve your audience, your customers, your clients, however you help people. That's brand awareness. Then the second step, the second area where Facebook ads can help is to grow your audience. So this is where you're driving traffic to your website. You're growing your email list. You're actually growing your audience and building a connection with the people that you are finding on Facebook and Instagram. And then the third area where Facebook ads can help, this is the area where most people think that Facebook ads can help is to boost revenue. So this is where usually people like to start. And of course, I like to start here too, if it makes sense. When working with our clients, we will look at, I like to ask a lot of different questions about their business, how their business is making money already, so that we can see, is there a way that we can drive traffic using Facebook ads to boost revenue while also growing their audience and growing their brand awareness and building trust with potential customers or potential clients down the road. So if we can many times hit several of these areas with one campaign strategy, or we might use several different campaigns to kind of cover all of these strategies. So that's what I'm going to go over with you today. As far as building brand awareness, the strategy that I like to use with my clients for this goal is to build credibility and establish authority. And we can do this in a number of different ways, but one of the ways that we like to do it is when our client has been featured in a prominent publication or their product has been featured. So if you are getting press coverage, then you might want to promote that coverage in an ad. So one example for me, I was on the Smart Passive Income podcast back in episode 373. And so for a time, I drove traffic to the show notes page of that podcast episode because that was, you know, if you know Pat Flynn, you know Smart Passive Income, you know that's a really respected podcast episode where a lot of my people are huge fans of Pat. And so getting my name out there can help me establish credibility and authority in the fact that I was interviewed on his show. So I definitely drove Facebook ad traffic to that blog post. Another way that we've done this recently is in working with Paula Pant from Afford Anything. She was featured on time.com. So time.com owns money.com. And so her story was featured on that website in an article titled, I'm 34 years old and own eight homes. Here's how I did it. So in order to establish authority, build credibility with her audience, we drove traffic to 
that post on time.com. And so one way that we can do that or the way that we did it is we used a tool called Pixel Me that allowed us to pixel people on the way to that landing page on time.com. When we're driving traffic to a third-party site, we probably in most cases can't call up the site owner and say, you know, hey, could you put my Facebook pixel on that landing page because I'd really love to build up that audience of people going to that page so I can get back in front of them. So that probably, you know, if we had tried to reach out to time.com, probably wouldn't have happened. So what we did is we used this tool called Pixel Me that pixels people on the way from the ad to that landing page on their site. And we plug in Paula's Pixel ID. And so then the Facebook Pixel can track those people that are going from the ad to that site and actually landing on that site. So that allows us to create this audience of people who have been introduced to Paula via this ad, reading about her story, which is already establishing credibility with the fact that she's been featured on time.com. But of course, it's a great article about her story, about how she is relatively young and owns eight homes. And so she, of course, teaches real estate investing. So that helps to establish credibility that she knows a thing or two about real estate investing because she's done it so successfully in her young adult years. That is a tool that we like to use. And we used it multiple times in driving traffic to third-party sites where we probably can't request to add our pixel or the client's pixel on those third-party sites. So that tool, once again, is called Pixel Me. And you can learn more about it at monicalouie.com slash pixelme. That is a shortcut to my affiliate link. It is a paid tool, but they do offer a free trial. So if you want to check it out, you can go to monicalouie.com slash pixelme to check it out. And with this strategy with Paula, we drove traffic as low as 13 cents per landing page view. So it can be a relatively low cost way to establish authority, build credibility, so that you're building trust with these people who are brand new to your world so that you can help move them along the customer journey so that when they're ready to buy, ready to take action on whatever it is you teach or offer or sell, then they'll think of you. So that's the first strategy, building credibility and establishing authority. The second strategy is to use videos in your ad to build up video views. So with this strategy, you do have the option to link to a landing page, but you don't have to. So you might be wondering, well, why do I want to promote a video in my ad? If I'm paying for it, then I want to be able to use that for a specific strategy. And so you might want to drive traffic to your landing page, to your opt-in page, to your lead magnet so that people can opt in to your email list and you can get in touch with them that way. So that absolutely might be something that you want to do. But while you're running that video ad, you're also building up this audience of people who watch the video. You have to go in and actually create the audience, but every single video that you post on your page or run in an ad, Facebook is collecting those video views and sees who is actually engaging with your video, who is actually watching your video. So even if you or just running a video ad where the goal is simply just to get views, you can get very low cost views and get a whole lot of them for just a little bit of money and build up this audience 
of people that you can get back in front of with the next step in your funnel. So for example, if you are promoting a thought reversal video in your ad, that might be a thought reversal video if you're not familiar with the term. That's where you're taking some kind of common belief that people just think is true and then reversing that thought. So thought reversal. So you are kind of coming around it the other way and negating that belief and then explaining why in your video. So one example might be that I might do a video saying that Facebook ads are not a magic bullet because I know that a lot of Facebook ads experts, I'm using air quotes, a lot of Facebook ads experts are out there promoting Facebook ads that, you know, once you figure out Facebook ads, then the rest of the puzzle, everything else falls into place. And I feel like people who say that, people who convey that message are doing a disservice to everybody out there who's trying to build up their businesses because that's what leads to frustration with Facebook ads is that they think that Facebook ads are the magic bullet. They think they're the missing piece of the puzzle and that once they figure out Facebook ads, then everything else is going to fall into place. They're going to be able to scale like crazy. And that's not always the case. You definitely have to have other things in place in order for you to get amazing results with your Facebook ads. So I was just telling a client the other day that, you know, he was asking me about working together and, you know, how confident was I in us being able to use Facebook ads to help grow his audience and make more sales of his product. And I was like, you've done the hard part. You've already built a great audience and you've already built an amazing product. So when you have those two pieces, that's where you're in perfect and you're in a perfect place to drive more traffic via Facebook ads. And of course we, my team and I specialize in handling the targeting and the messaging of the ads so that we are, you know, presenting the offer in a way that we're getting in front of the right people and also using the language that's going to resonate with them. But that's where they're in a prime position to have excellent success with Facebook ads. But if you don't have a great product or you don't have a funnel that's already converting, you don't have a path to profit that's already been proven, then you can use Facebook ads to test the water. So I'm kind of getting off track here because I'm so passionate about this topic. Facebook ads are not a magic bullet. So if I did a video about this, then I could run that video in a video ad. I would just optimize for video views if that was my goal to build up these video views so I can create this audience so I can get back in front of these people. So once I teach people that Facebook ads are not a magic bullet, but that'll help to build trust because I'm going against what everybody else, you know, all these other messages that they're hearing from these from these other Facebook ads experts. And so that helps to build trust because I'm going to tell you the truth. And so then I can tell them, you know, in the video, but when you know how to do them the right way, if you've already built your great product, if you've already have a sales funnel that converts, then you're in a prime position to use Facebook ads and I can show you the way and how to do that. So that's where I can lead them to the next step in my funnel. So with that, I can create an audience of people who viewed my video and you do have different options as to how long people have viewed the video. So you can create an audience of people who have viewed three seconds of your video all the way up to 100% of your video. And you have lots of different options in between. So obviously the shorter time frame is going to be the largest audience. You're going to have the most amount of people in that audience. But then as you get through like 50%, 75%, 95% into your video, then those are likely going to be smaller audiences. 
But if they have watched that much of your video, then they're probably warmer than the people who have just watched three seconds of your video. So you have a lot of different options there. And then what I love about this strategy also is that anytime you're creating these custom audiences, these video views audiences and the traffic audiences, website visitors audiences, all of those audiences, they're called custom audiences because you are telling Facebook who to include in those audiences. When you have those custom audiences, then you can create a lookalike audience of those people so you can find more people like them. So that's where Facebook ads gets really powerful because the algorithm is so sophisticated. It really knows everything about us, which is advertisers. It's a good thing because it helps us with our targeting and it helps us get our ads in front of the right people who are likely to be interested in what we have to offer. So with the lookalike of your video viewers, then you can use that audience. Once you've built up that custom audience of video viewers, you can use that lookalike audience to show the ad with your video to more people who are likely interested in watching that video because they're going to be similar to the people who already watched your video. But then also you can use that as an audience for other steps in your funnel. So if you want to promote your opt-in, if somebody watched your video that is related to your opt-in, then the lookalike of your video viewers might be a good audience to test for your opt-in. Also, the warm audience of people who watched your video might be a good audience to test to promote your opt-in to. So you have a lot of different options when you're creating these audiences of video viewers. So that's one thing with video views. I like the strategy too. When anytime my client is open to running to creating videos so that we can run video ads, then it's always a good idea to create these audiences of people who've watched these videos so that you can have these options to use in other tests and other campaigns. And as long as those videos are still getting views, then those are going to be probably a good audience to test. So if a video is no longer getting views, so let's say you promoted it three months ago, but it's now hidden on the page or it's not even on the page, it was just an ad, then that audience is going to kind of run out. So you want to make sure that when you're using those audiences, whether it's the video views audiences or the lookalikes of the video views audiences, that the video views audience is still actually getting populated and that video is still getting views. But you can get views for as little as pennies per view, sometimes even less than a penny per view if your video goes viral and gets shared a lot. But typically what I see is one, two, three, four cents per video view. And that's a very low cost way to build up these audiences that you can use for other purposes. So that's the second strategy. The third strategy is to drive leads to grow your list and enter your sales funnel. So this is where You can grow your email list so that you can build a relationship with people who are interested in your content, interested in what you have to offer, interested in how you serve your audience, how you serve your customers, how you serve your clients. And then you can also enter them into your sales funnel if you've got a sales funnel through either an email sales funnel or maybe you have a webinar sales funnel, maybe you have a combination of both, but you can drive leads into your sales funnel all by promoting a free lead magnet. Usually you would need to have something to offer in the ad in order for people to click over and give you their name and email address. But with this, you have a lot of different options. So you can do image ads, you can do video ads like we just talked about. You can do a carousel ad. So a carousel ad is where you have multiple images or multiple videos in your ad. And so those get great engagement because people are curious. So when they see a carousel ad, a lot of people will just stop the scroll. And just because there are multiple 
images or videos to view in that ad, they will start to scroll through and that helps to build engagement with the ad so then they can decide if they're ready to click on the ad and take the next step. Also, slideshow ads. So slideshow ads are really easy to create. You can upload images and then make a very simple little video and you can add music to it if you'd like. In the ads manager, in the edit ad screen, Facebook makes it super easy for you to create these ads and that little bit of movement when the videos autoplay can help to grab attention. You can also use the video templates that are in the edit ad screen. Facebook makes it super easy for you to create a video using those templates. So you can start from scratch or you can use the templates that are provided. But All of these are different types of ads that I would test for this strategy of driving leads to grow your list and enter your sales funnel. So you might, maybe you don't have a sales funnel set up yet. Maybe you just want to grow your email list so you can build the relationship with your audience, with your email subscribers as you're getting your product ready to sell or as you're building your sales funnel. So you can use the strategy for either or, but basically you're going to have the same type of ad where you're promoting a free offer and then people just need to click over and enter their name and email in order to get your free offer. So the free offer could be a free download. It could be a webinar, it could be a free video training, it could be a free ebook, whatever it is. I mean, there are so many different options. It could be a free challenge, so many different options for this strategy. And depending on what the offer is, and then also depending on what your niche is, how narrow of niche you're in, that will help to determine your cost. And of course, then you've got to make sure that you have the right targeting, that you have an eye-catching ad that is actually stopping the scroll and grabbing people's attention and enticing them to take action. So all of those things have to be in place. But then also your costs will vary depending on what your offer actually is, how you are positioning that offer, and then also how much commitment they need in order to take advantage of your offer. So for example, I have a client where we were promoting her meal planning templates. So this was just a free printable where they get these meal planning templates to help them with meal planning. So this is something that a lot of people are likely interested in, especially moms, stay-at-home moms, people who are wanting to, you know, get healthier. So a lot of people in different, you know, sub-niches are going to be interested in this product. And it's a quick action, no-brainer type of offer. So this converted really well at $0.34 per email subscriber. So that is an amazing cost per email subscriber, super low, but your mileage might vary depending, again, on what your offer is, what type of offer you're presenting. So if she had offered a meal planning webinar, then her costs might be a lot higher. So probably will be a lot higher because it is a bigger ask of people when you want people to give their name and email and then commit to hanging out with you for an hour, especially when they've just met you. So a webinar is usually going to be more costly, but it can help to move people down that customer journey and build that relationship a lot faster than offering, for example, the free meal planning templates and then having an email series after that. So test all those different things throughout your funnel, but your costs will vary. So for webinars, costs are usually in the 2 to $7 range. Again, depending on your niche, if it's going to be a more broad niche that a lot of people are interested in, your costs will likely be lower. But if it's a very, you know, very tiny sub niche and you're very specific in the content of your webinar, then your costs might be higher for those leads. And then 
with the other types of lead magnets, again, your cost will vary. So that's just kind of the range that in order to grow your email list and drive leads into your sales funnel, your cost can vary from 30-ish cents up to several dollars. And I've even heard of webinar costs being, you know, 11, 12, $15. And if you have a higher price product on the back end, then it might make sense that you might be okay with spending that much. So it's not necessarily that you want to get the lowest cost lead, but it all has to work together with your funnel, what your offer is and the back end and how you're going to recoup those funds. All right. So just to recap, the first strategy was to build credibility and establish authority. The second strategy was to use videos to build up those video views audiences. The third strategy is to drive leads to grow your list and drive leads into your sales funnel. The fourth strategy is to use Instagram ads. So with Instagram ads, I wanted to call this out in its own strategy because I think that it's becoming more popular to use Instagram ads, but I feel like there's still so much potential there that a lot of people are not yet tapping into the power of Instagram. So Instagram is one of the fastest growing social media platforms out there with over 1 billion active users every single month. And get this, over 500 million people use Instagram stories every day. Not just Instagram, Instagram stories. A couple other interesting statistics that I'd like to share with you. The gender mix on Instagram is actually pretty even. A lot of people think that it's more female than male, and it is, but only slightly. So 52% of the users are female, while 48% of the users are male, and 63% of Instagram users log in at least once per day. So a lot of people are using Instagram. It's definitely fast growing. And I feel like more advertisers should be using Instagram than they are. And so it's definitely something to test. So for our clients, when we start working together, if they really are interested mostly in using Facebook ads and don't really have a huge interest in Instagram ads, we definitely start with using Facebook ads. But then if we think their audience might be on Instagram, then we always test it in later. So that might be something with your comfort level that you know your audience is on Facebook. So you definitely want to start there. But I would definitely test the waters with Instagram ads because you might be pleasantly surprised. We have seen costs drop dramatically for the same ad, the same offer when we test it on Instagram versus Facebook. Now, that's not always the case. Of course, your audience definitely needs to be on Instagram, but I would definitely test it and see. You don't have to use a large budget to test an ad on Instagram. So Instagram ads, we have found, usually work better when the goal is to drive leads to grow your email list or your sales funnel. So the strategy I just talked about, we find that that works best with Instagram ads. And we have Instagram feed ads. So those are the ads that come through the Instagram feed. And then there's also the Instagram story ads. And now there's the Instagram explore ads. So on the explore screen, then there are ads being shown there now too. So we have a lot of different options. And I think probably even more ads placements are coming on Instagram. You know, Instagram rolled out IGTV. I feel like that's going to be a place for ads to appear as well in the future. And so we have a lot of different options. Instagram is giving us a lot more options there for our ads. We have tested driving traffic to monetize blog posts on Instagram, but that strategy seems to be much more costly on Instagram than it is on Facebook, just because the users on Instagram are not used to 
clicking through and then reading content like they are on Facebook. On Facebook, it's pretty intuitive. If you see an image and a blog post title, then you kind of know what to expect when you click over. On Instagram, people are more likely to click over and sign up for things or engage with the ad themselves. So video views ads might work well on Instagram as well. So I would test those out. Okay, the last strategy that I want to talk about is to retarget your warm leads to drive sales. So as you're driving traffic, you're building credibility, you're driving traffic to your sales funnel, you're growing your email list, you're building up those video views, you're getting those opt-ins from Instagram, then you want to get back in front of those people with your ads. So you can do this in a number of different ways, but especially if you have a product to sell. So with one of my clients, Dave Chesson, he is from kindlepreneur.com. He has this amazing product called Publisher Rocket. And he was actually my guest on episode number two of the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. He has a great story about how he built his business to a seven-figure business in just four years. It's pretty phenomenal, but he's a great guy. And he makes our job so easy in working with him because he's done the work in building a great product, but he also really gives to his audience. He has a great support team with his product. And so he has thousands and thousands and thousands of raving fans, customers, and they're not shy to share that, first of all, he's got a great product, but he's a great guy and he's got a great team behind him over at Kindlepreneur and Publisher Rocket. So that helps when people are willing and happy to comment on our ads saying those things. But this is the strategy that because he had this great warm audience that he had built with his blog at Kindlepreneur, he knew that he just needed to get back in front of people with his offer of Publisher Rocket to remind them that this was a way to help them with their book marketing on Amazon. So we started with retargeting his warm audience and that drove sales and increased sales right away. And so we were able to get that return on investment right away for Dave, just in tapping back into his warm audiences that he had already been building. And so definitely try this out. I also did the strategy with Pat Flynn, who was on episode number 14. He was actually, before he was my mentor, he's now my coach. I'm in his SPI accelerator program. So before he was actually my coach, I was his Facebook ads coach, teaching him how to use Facebook ads, how to create campaigns. And so we worked together and one of the ads that we created together was to get back in front of his warm audiences of people who were likely interested in his course, Start From Scratch. And that converted like crazy because first of all, he's built a great product. And second of all, he's built a great relationship with his audience. And so that when we had this offer, and of course we were presenting it to the right people who were likely interested in his product. We didn't present the offer to everybody who knew Pat. We just presented it to the people who had been checking out the course already, who had visited the sales page, who had signed up for the wait list for the product. And so, of course, those people were already self-selecting and showing an interest in the product. So that campaign converted really well. So A few ways that you can do this by retargeting your warm leads to drive sales, you can do testimonial ads. So these are very strong, especially when you have a higher priced product that testimonials are really strong because people want to see that other people like them are using the product and having success with it. So whether you've got a digital product, a physical product, whatever it is, or, you know, a high-end coaching program, whatever it is, make sure that you are 
promoting testimonials in your ads. And you can do that with a video ad. You can do it in the copy of your static image ad. You can use carousel ads. So you can have multiple images or videos. So you might have multiple testimonial videos in a carousel ad. And you can also do it with a slideshow ad. So those are just some ways, but make sure that you are promoting your testimonials to the people who are interested in your product and that can help to drive sales. You can also use messenger ads. So where you can offer a conversation via Facebook Messenger to people who are interested in your product. So you can say, you know, have a question, we're here to help. And especially do this if you are promoting a high ticket program, people want to know that if they have questions that they can get answers to their questions. And they might just have a question that that ad appearing in their newsfeed might prompt them to actually ask it where maybe they wouldn't have taken the time to go email your support team or find your contact form on your site, you know? So getting in front of them with an ad, whereas just with a click of a button, they can start a conversation with you to get their question answered. That can help drive sales as well. And so this is different from the messenger placement ad. So Facebook kind of confuses things because we have the ads that can be placed and appear in the messenger platform. But then we also have the messenger ads where the call to action is just send message. And that's where they can click on the button and start that conversation with you via Facebook Messenger. So that's what I'm talking about here. And then you can also promote with your warm audience to schedule a coaching call or a strategy call. And again, if you have a high ticket program, this might be a great strategy for you to use ads for. And you don't need to spend a lot with all of these retargeting ads. You're likely going to be getting in front of a smaller warm audience because you're only going to be targeting the people who are likely interested in what you have to offer. And so you don't have to spend a lot for these strategies. If you have a smaller time frame, so maybe you're doing a, you know, a short time discount or a short time, you know, promotion, then you might have just a few days where you really want to get in front of people and you're sending emails most likely, but then you also want to get in front of them in other ways. This is where you can use Facebook and Instagram ads to get in front of people where they're hanging out and invite them to either schedule a call with you or ask a question or just, you know, confirm they're making a good decision by showing them a testimonial ad. And so you don't need to spend a lot. If you have a shorter time frame, though, I would start with a higher budget just because a lot of times when you're retargeting the smaller audiences, then Facebook will not we've seen it at least, where it won't spend all of your budget and it won't really reach everybody that you're trying to get in front of. So that's where you might need to give Facebook a little bit of a push and say, you know, I'm willing to spend this much, but it may not always spend your full budget. So just know that. Definitely start with the budget that you feel comfortable with. Don't overspend, don't overcommit to a budget. But if you're seeing that Facebook is not giving you a lot of reach with your ad or spending all of your budget that you allocated to that campaign, then you might want to increase the budget just so that Facebook has a little bit more of an incentive to actually push that ad out there. And then one final reminder is to test. So with all of these different strategies, don't forget to test different offers different audiences, and different types of ads. So that's why I went over several different types of ads that you can use for each strategy. So don't be afraid to test different images, different headlines, different ad copy, 
different audiences for sure. And as you're building up those custom audiences and having the ability to create other lookalike audiences, be sure to test those new audiences. So as you're driving traffic to your website, as you're driving traffic to your landing page, as you are getting more opt-ins to your lead magnet, more opt-ins into your sales funnel, then don't forget to create those lookalike audiences of people who are taking the action that you want more people to take. And those might be good audiences to test. So always be thinking about what other audiences can I test? What other types of ads can I create? What other ways can I position this offer? And then I give you a lot of ideas as far as different offers that you can promote as well. So to recap, the five strategies that you might not be using to grow your reach, your impact, and your revenue, but it can help you with that with Facebook ads are, number one, build credibility and establish authority. Number two, build up your video views. Number three, drive leads to grow your list and enter your sales funnel. Number four is definitely test out Instagram ads. If you haven't already and you think your audience might be there, definitely test it out. And then number five is retarget your warm leads to drive sales. Now, I also want to remind you of the three pillars of high converting campaigns that I discussed in episode three. So the three pillars are that you've got to have your amazing offer, you've got to get it in front of the right audience, and you do that with an eye-catching ad. So all three of those things need to work together in order for you to get the results that you are looking for with your Facebook ads. So if you're not getting the results that you're looking for and you've tested various audiences and different versions of your ad, then it might be that you just need to present the offer in a different way or present a totally different offer that people actually want. And that's totally okay. Again, we're just willing to test different strategies, different offers in order to get the results that we're looking for. So I encourage you to take action and test out one of these strategies for yourself. And if you're ready to take action and learn how to create Facebook ads the right way to set yourself up for success, then I encourage you to check out my free Facebook ad starter kit. It will help you plan your next campaign or improve your existing campaign. Plus, it has a detailed checklist so you can be super organized going into the ads manager to set up your campaign. And you can find that at monicalouie.com slash guide. And if you want to take your learning further, you can join me in my signature program, Flourish with Facebook ads, where you'll learn my step-by-step system for creating campaigns that convert. Plus, you'll have the option to join the VIP program, where you'll get access to our private online mastermind Facebook group. Plus, we have twice monthly group coaching calls where we dive into your campaigns and answer your questions, and you'll get immediate access to all of the prior calls. And you can learn more about that at monicalouie.com slash flourish. And once again, I will have all the links and resources that I mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, which you can find at monicalouie.com slash the number 27. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you found this helpful, please leave a rating and review so that more people can find this podcast and subscribe so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out. Next week, I've got another awesome interview that I am so excited to share with you. My guest has built multiple seven and eight figure businesses, and he is sharing his wisdom with us. So you will definitely want to tune into next week's episode 
if you have a service-based business like I do. Now remember, new episodes come out every single Thursday, so subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app so you'll be sure to get the next episode as soon as it comes out. Thank you so much for joining me today. Take care and bye for now. Bye.